When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 37 of the Enzers podcast. We're coming up on one year of the Enzers, which is crazy to me. Uh, Yeah, in the next couple weeks, we're going to hit a year, and that's wild and exciting and so awesome. But I'm Jordan DeFigio. I'm here with Samantha James and Morgan Erzo. There's some stuff going on. I hear that there's a pretty important football game coming up next week. And there was an even more important game yesterday, um, but I I wasn't able to watch. But as far as the <laughs> Steelers go, important. yeah, the, that Pro Bowl, that was something else. Oh, my Can't God, that was garbage. It. You know yeah. what? Before we garbage. go on, speaking mm-hmm. of the Pro Bowl, I saw on Twitter someone today, I forget who they credited with this idea. So please forgive me if this was your idea. I want to say – shoot, I'm not going to remember whose it was, but it Mm -hmm. was an idea to replace the Pro Bowl because the Pro Bowl is not Mm -hmm. competitive. It's not fun to watch. It's not like these guys are going out there and playing their best football. They're not. But someone said an idea to replace the Pro Bowl would be to take the two teams with the worst record that year. So this year we're looking at the Lions and the Jags, right? And have them play each other for the number one pick. Dude. I saw that tweet too. And now that you're saying it, I don't remember who said it, but yeah, Such I love that. Yeah. I Such love that. Idea. Is that That's not the amazing. best idea? Because it's going to be a competitive football game. These guys mm-hmm. are going to be playing their hearts out for that yep. number one pick. Like, yeah. It is such a good idea. No one, yeah. wa- I don't watch the Pro Bowl. Does anyone no. watch the Pro Bowl? I did not I mean, watch the Pro Bowl. The no. only reason anyone no. tunes into the Pro Bowl is like for their little prop bets. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it because no one cares. Yep. About anything else. It's irrelevant. Yeah. Or it's like literally the only thing that's on and you put it on right. the TV in the background, like background because noise. there's nothing else. Yeah. yeah. And instead that's basically of, what it was yesterday. Yep. I was literally, instead of watching the Pro Bowl, I watched um, Star Trek reruns with my dad. <laughs> hey, there you go. That's better. You're like, that was literally more exciting than the Pro Bowl. Bowl. Yes, Deep Space Nine. Let's go. That's what I did. So, yeah, let's rethink this Pro Bowl thing. But anyway. I love that idea. Oh, my God. That would be be really riveting football. Uh, It would be. Play for something. Consequential. There's something Mm -hmm. at stake. The Pro Bowl is like trash. Whatever. It's 
it's over. Thank God. We'll put her Thank on God a shirt. We made it through. The Pro yep. Bowl is ass trash. Our next answer is shirt. Get ready. <laughs> yep. Pre-sales go go live tomorrow at midnight. Um, but yeah, so the Steelers, we knew this was coming. We saw that there was word of the Steelers promoting yet again from within Terrell Austin. He has officially been hired as the defensive coordinator to take over from Keith Butler. I, I am personally, um, maybe it's just where I am in life as a person, a human being, but I am so sick of being told like, well, just wait it out. Just see, give him a chance. That's exactly what everybody said about Matt Canada. It's exactly what everybody said about Randy Finkner exactly what everybody said about Keith Butler like I just I I we're, don't know yeah They're, we're like, over waiting have, it out exactly like yeah. you don't have to go out and make a splashy hire just for the sake of it but the right. fact that you didn't even look like there was no due diligence done it was just like well we have to look within the organization so here we go and you know what as I always say I hope he proves me wrong. I really do hope that he does a fantastic job. I do. But I forgive me for being skeptical that maybe this also is going to be a dumpster that just totally bursts into flames. I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? I mean, isn't Mike Tomlin famous for saying things that everyone like stating the obvious and what he mm-hmm. said recently was the, what the definition of insanity is. I mean, he literally quoted it doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. He mm-hmm. literally said that recently and ah. it's exactly what he proceeded to do, what we proceeded to do with this defensive coordinator hire. It's interesting because you look at Terrell Austin and some people would argue that he's not an inside hire, which I've seen this argument on Twitter and I'm like, Yes, he is. He worked for us last year. He mm-hmm. is literally the definition of an yep. inside hire. But because he came from another team a couple years ago, they're calling him an outside hire. Okay, in that case, Matt Canada was also an outside hire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, no, first of all, he was promoted from within. He was an inside hire. Let's just establish that right off the bat. Number two, he did – I will give him some credit. He's a very well-respected coach in this league. He has a good track record, and he did get – Uh, the Giants requested to interview him for their defensive coordinator Mm. position. However, however, the likelihood of that request potentially being a Rooney rule request Mm -hmm. is enough to make me not only livid because the Rooney rule needs to be like, it needs to, there were good intentions behind it. I believe in the intentions behind it, but it, it, failed to do what it accomplished, what it set out to accomplish. Because what it's doing is it's letting these teams check a box and not Mm -hmm. give some of these guys real actual interviews. Mm -hmm. So if they were going to go in and blow some team's socks off, the team wouldn't know it because it's not an actual interview. They're just checking the Rooney Rule box. And the same several coaches get recycled in and out Mm -hmm. and they're not getting jobs. So like what it set out to accomplish is not being accomplished. So let's – redo how the Rooney rule Rooney rule works first and Mm -hmm. foremost but was that request that was very obviously declined like he was they were not granted permission to interview him by the Steelers because the Steelers Mm -hmm. wanted to hire him but was that request 
solely a Rooney rule request? We don't know. I do know right. he's, he's respected in the league, but as far as like defensive coordinator for this team, you know, it's, it feels upfront like more of the same. Yeah. I don't know. Sam, how do you feel about it? I feel like it's so funny, Morgan. Like, we missed you last week because Jordan and I feel like we were just sitting here and we were like, just so pessimistic. And we were like, we need <laughs> Morgan here to be like, the sun and like everything's going to be bit. good. And me and Jordan were just like, eh, no, it's not. It's not good. Everything sucks over here. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was and bad. So, yeah. You know, I'm going to jump right into Aditi's tweet today because I saw her getting mm. dragged all over Twitter. Um, and I'm going to read this. So. And I want to see the reaction because she's not wrong mm. in this statement. And she said, Terrell Austin is a tremendous coach and teacher. One players respond to universally. He's also one of the finest men I have met in this industry. May he get to design and call his own defense. And if he doesn't, may Steelers fans not scapegoat him as they did his predecessor. Which circles back into, does it really Indeed matter? It's Mike Tomlin. Yes. But does it matter yeah. who the defensive coordinator I mean, is? If right. We've been Tomlin saying is, this. Yeah. All year on this show, we have been saying all year that Mike Tomlin is very clearly the one calling the defense. So does it actually matter? And who would want Mm -hmm. that job? Because then they're a scapegoat. We've been saying it all year. It's funny when it comes from Aditi because she's always taking jabs at Mike Tomlin publicly and claiming to be an unbiased news source. Are you still really mad that he didn't ask about your kids? Like, oh my I'm, god, that's you know, are we going oh back god. to that? Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's definitely biased, like, there's no doubt about it. But this tweet, I was like, she's not wrong. Yeah, you can be biased and also every now and then be right, right? And yeah. like, yeah, it Mike Tomlin is like, he has a history of working with defenses, so that's not. That in itself is not surprising that he would take a special interest in the defense because he is a defensive mind. But to have the the defense, like, I okay, talk all you want about Stephon Tuitt being out, about Tyson Alualu being out. We've heard it all before. Shut up. We don't care. Mm-hmm. When you're toting Devin Bush out onto the field no. after, week after week of yeah. him – looking like he not like he's returning from an injury like a leg injury but like he doesn't even know how to play the game or even understand the game looking like he's returning from a head injury exactly Mm -hmm. and you're like no we have confidence in him uh what i yeah okay great you're not gonna like throw your guys under the bus but understand that image doesn't matter if you're protecting an image that is a mirage. Right. Like it's, you're not a good team right. and right. you're, you're trying to like put this front out of, Oh, we know what we are. We know what Devin Bush can do. He's great. Yeah. Your defense sucks against the run uh, mm. sucks against defending tight ends. Like in the middle of the field, you're just being torn apart. What are you doing? 
why are you trying to convince us that you're good at what you're doing when we can see that you are failing week in and week out? And that is concerning. And yeah, I just, it does come down to like, I, it's not this dude's fault if the defense looks exactly like it did this year because uh, he wasn't running the defense last year. Keith, Keith Butler was running the defense last year. to pick up on that. I did Mm -hmm. see an interesting tweet, and this is the last thing I'll say on this topic, but I did see an interesting tweet a few weeks ago from, again, I'm forgetting who it was from, but apparently 14 coaches across this league, head coaches, call either the offense or the defensive plays. So it's not Mm. this weird anomaly that Mike Tomlin calls the defense. It's not like it's not done in this league. The issue that we have, the three of us, I think collectively, and the fans who realize that Mike, that Mike Tomlin is the one calling the defense as well, is that he is failing. Right. Like the yeah. defense is not yep. good. So I would love to see Terrell Austin, who apparently is a great defensive mind, mm-hmm. have a hand in this game, right? Like I would like to see his presence made known. Um, calling those defensive plays. So it will be quite interesting to see what happens. If we see more of the same Steelers fans wake up, it's Mm -hmm. Mike Tomlin calling the same plays again. If it feels different, then you can accredit it to Terrell Austin for the better or for worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, even just like any change at this point would be welcome. Just like Mm -hmm. try, try something different. Just show us you're willing to do something Mm -hmm. different. Yeah. Yeah. And Morgan, you mentioned the the Rooney role a little bit. Like there, there's a lot going on in the NFL right now. Like the Steelers may be out and they've been out for weeks, but like, Oh my God, across the league, it's just been a mess. Roger Goodell is under fire. Oh my God. Yeah. I, the, like, the Washington football team who are now the commanders, which is so stupid is a mess. Like there are just so many rumors about coaches being paid. Is that what they are? What no, are they? they have a, a, the, Oh, the, that's right. It's oh my red, God. And they're calling it the comrades. That's disgusting. Like, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, please you guys stop. Can interpret please from stop. what you want with that. Please but stop. They're dead serious, and I was like, I thought this was a joke. This is embarrassing. I thought it was a joke yeah. too. The name uh, was already yeah. horrible, and then you yeah. came out with the yeah. rags. It's almost like they're punking themselves. Like it's yeah. almost like they're asking themselves, how can we pick the worst name yep. possible? And that's the one they went with. Because they're trying to distract from the fact that they held a sexual harassment investigation that was actually used to serve Mm -hmm. as a way of putting together a defense against sexual harassment allegations. Oh, my God. And Roger Goodell allegedly was Mm -hmm. complicit in that action. So maybe they're the comrades because it distracts a little bit from the fact that they're fucked up. Yep. 
And I totally I believe that Roger Goodell was complicit oh, because he yeah. he does not want to deal with anything if he doesn't mm-hmm. have to because he all he cares about is bringing in revenue to the league. That's why they added the seventh seed to right. each conference, and that's why they added the extra game, and that's why they're trying to like throw wild card games on Monday night. Like he's just so obsessed with finding ways to make the league money right and if he can if he can sweep anything under the rug that isn't favorable for the league he will Mm -hmm. do that and it's just absolutely a disaster like even with all of the like all the the brian flores stuff that's Mm -hmm. come out about like teams being incentivized to tank for draft picks like What's going on, Roger Goodell? Get a get a grip yeah. on your league. Like yeah. this is unacceptable. And the fact that this is all being put out there and it's basically be it's just continuing to be confirmed by more and more people. It's like what we knew that this league was a mess, right? But, yeah. Oh my god, we had no idea and the level of mess. We don't trust Roger Goodell. Mm-mm. I don't trust that you're going mm-hmm. to do a nope. thorough investigation. I know it's going to be biased. There's too many things that have come out at this point to convince me otherwise. And so it's hard to sit here as a woman and be like, I love the NFL, and then look at this side of it and then be like, okay, I'm just going to sweep that away because I do love football. Like, it's getting yep. really dicey here. Like, Absolutely. And mm-hmm. then, you know, he releases some bullshit memo blowing smoke up everybody's asses yep. about yeah. how it's unacceptable, that there's no diversity at the head yeah, coach okay. position and blah, blah, blah. Okay, Raj, sure, we believe you because you have mm-hmm. done nothing. Yep. up to this point to make us think that that's what you actually believe. You have been uh-huh. complicit in teams tanking their season under minority head coaches mm-hmm. and then firing those head coaches mm-hmm. as if it's the head coach's fault. Right. When yep. the teams have paid their coaches, even though Hugh Jackson walked it back a little bit, there's no difference. There was They were incentivizing yeah. the losses, whether right. it was monetarily or otherwise. Yep. They were incentivizing losses. Roger Goodell knew about it. Roger Mm -hmm. Goodell knew that the Washington football team was using that investigation to build a strategy to defend against sexual harassment allegations. Mm -hmm. Roger Goodell knew about that. So then he releases some memo that's supposed to, again, distract because that's that's what these organizations do. That's Mm -hmm. what these corrupt organizations do is they distract because they know that something's coming out. Something's coming out that's going to tarnish their reputation or it's mm-hmm. going to hurt their job or or their image mm-hmm. and or their pocketbook, their bank right. account. Yeah. Right. And so they come up with some way to distract. So Roger Goodell releases this bullshit memo about it being unacceptable. And then only then are, is a minority head coach hired. Is he yep. he's not he's ha, he's biracial. Mike McDaniel was hired as the Dolphins yep. head coach. And mm-hmm. a lot of people took issue with that. Um, I am not, I can't speak on it. I'm not a minority. I can't speak on it. What I can say is, okay, like, c- cool. And then right. finally, again, after the memo, 
Lovey Smith is hired mm-hmm. as the Texans head coach. Mm-hmm. This happened Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. right. So only after the memo is released does that happen. Is this not sus? Like, is this yes. not something yeah. that everyone's looking at and being like, okay. And again, wait a minute. we're at, I don't want to, I don't even want to say three. I'm three minority coaches. Like, I, well, okay. So if we're talking like minority, then we have, uh, Saleh up in New York. Right. And mm-hmm. we have um shoot, I had the other one. It's is Rivera? Ron Rivera. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Washington. But, so, so again, we're at a total of five in the entire league. Uh, yeah. Considered a minority. Four and, a and four and a half. Yeah, four and a half. Like it's just it's a problem. Yeah. And again, it yeah. is the Rooney rule actually working and the way that it was designed to be working and that's no, a real issue no. and it's like okay well we hired two so we're just gonna ignore this problem again which is what the nfl does they never actually address put a band-aid on it the yeah, issues exactly. yeah they're just like oh it's a little leak okay we'll just plug it and keep we'll moving give on you enough to make exactly. you shut up about it for a year yeah and then next time it rolls around we'll do the same thing and roger goodell or whoever our commissioner is mm-hmm. The next time this happens, which will inevitably be next year, because I guarantee you mm-hmm. in Houston, Levy Smith is being handed a bag of dicks and they want him to turn it into fucking wine. Right. Yep. Yep. Right. It's a mess. The same down there. thing that like, happened yeah. to David Culley is going to mm-hmm. happen to Levy Smith mm-hmm. because inevitably he's going to have a losing season and he's not going to get the chances that coaches like Adam Gay Scott. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Jeez. Why is that? That's the issue. It's mm-hmm. not the fact that we're we're sitting here saying, oh, hire this guy because he's black. That's not the issue. Right. They're, be, they're not being given the same opportunity. Exactly. And that's yeah. the issue. Right. And yep. how do we expand the Rooney rule to include the opportunity after the fact? Mm-hmm. And let's not just check a box. Right. Exactly. Because like how you look you at it, you look at it and guys like Brian Flores who are are really good coaches are being thrust into these situations like Miami like Dolphins. Dumpster fires yeah. of uh, yes. an organization yes. and then being Terrible. like, I don't know, you're the coach, figure it out. Yep. And then whenever they come out into the light and say, this is what's going on, this mm-hmm. isn't okay, then all of a sudden their job is- They're blacklisted. Up for right. grabs. Right. Yep. And- like- Yep. What's he supposed to do now? If because exactly. he came out and said this happened to me and this was not right, no one's gonna hire him at least nope. for a few years, right? Because they know now that no matter what happens behind closed doors, if he feels slighted, he's gonna go public with it. And yep. these organizations aren't willing to risk that. What does that tell you about them? What does that tell exactly. you that what's going on behind those closed doors? So I don't know what the solution is as far as expanding the Rooney Rule to be more all-encompassing, to to offer actual real opportunities and not just allow these teams to check a stupid box and send someone on their way and regurgitate the same five minority head coaches for interviews and then not give it to them. Like, I don't know what the expansion is. I don't know what the 
the whole rebrand is for the Rooney mm-hmm. rule. I just know that it needs to happen. And yeah. I'm not the expert here. We're not the experts here, but there's someone in the league who is high up, who has been around, who understands how these things go, mm-hmm. who can revamp this thing and make yeah. it actually work the way that it was intended to work. Right. Yeah. It's not doing that now. absolutely is not it's it is all for show and yes. for the, for uh, metrics and aesthetic and optics it feels very dirty and right. and it that is. just is like it feels if, if you're gonna yeah yeah if you're just gonna tote this around and do it so that it makes you seem a certain way, then don't do it at all. Right. Like th- this is just right. weird and not good. Like get like, and not effective. If you're going to exactly. Right. If you're going to be serious about giving, giving guys who are really fucking good at their jobs, who are minorities. Like if you want to give them a real chance, then like open up some doors for them. Right. that yes. Guys like Adam Gaze are getting like, and they right, just totally like, fucking blow. Like right. I, the thing that frustrates me the most about this, and then we can move on from this topic because we could literally go on all night. Mm-hmm. About this, the thing that frustrates yep. me the most about this is people who argue against the points that we are making will say someone shouldn't get an opportunity just because they're a minority, just because they're black. We're not saying that. Mm-hmm. We're saying they should be given the same opportunities yeah, right. yep. that everyone else is given, mm-hmm. that white coaches are given. Yeah. Yep. Because the opportunity has a smaller window when you're a minority head coach. And that's mm-hmm. just a fact. There right. are facts mm-hmm. and analytics and data to back that up. It's just a fact. Right. Yep. So give them the same opportunity. If we want equality, we're not saying give them more, give them the same. Right. That's yeah, all, that's, that's all. That's bare minimum. Like, my minimum. God. Yeah. Yep. Treat him like a human. Like, I don't uh, know. It's so hard to understand about that. I could go on all night. I could. Yeah. Yeah. Fires me up. Hi, we could, we could do a couple too. episodes on this for sure. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, fire. Let's let's move on to something else. Uh, because this past weekend, like we mentioned, was the Pro Bowl. And that was in Vegas. And some shit went down in Vegas, including uh, Alvin Kamara was arrested uh, for battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. Um, The crazy part isn't even that he was arrested for it. The crazier part is that he was arrested after the Pro Bowl. And it happened Like they waited. Like, did you not want your Vegas odds to go down? Because I have mm-hmm. some serious fucking questions about that. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Again, metrics, optics. Yes. Like, what, what? what's going on there? I, who thought putting a football team in Vegas was a good idea, much less the Pro Bowl? Like, I... It has been all bad. It has been, been very bad. It's yeah. been exactly bad. what we knew it would be. You cannot mm-hmm. stick people in a city Luka. like Vegas and be like, you're nope. going to thrive. It's going to be great. Well, and oh my God, like the, the Pro Bowl was happening in Vegas this past weekend. 
And the NHL All-Star Game was happening in Vegas this past weekend. Like, there was so much happening in Vegas with, on top of everything else that's already always going on in Vegas. It was, like, the perfect storm right, of yeah. a cocktail of disaster. And mm-hmm. what, what are you doing? Like, to, uh, just think. Use, use the cells up in the top of your head to, like... No. critically ask yourself some questions like do we do, know why? why do we have details There's... on this event do we know where it happened you need to calm down they said a nightclub because... i read a nightclub that's really all that i've read was that it happened at a nightclub yeah and that's all we know so far we don't know what in- what instigated yeah. the issue mm-hmm. we don't know who it was very very little detail out yeah. there about what happened it was I just believe that he you were asking for people to come forward i'm not positive but i feel like yeah, i read that somewhere it was not it was pretty still vague other than he was definitely being charged I just am beside myself about this entire thing. I guess we're not going to know anything yet. It will, I'm sure, inevitably come out at some point. I don't know what's going to happen as far as his Mm -hmm. league status goes. He'll likely get suspended um, several games, assuming that the other person is not okay based on those charges. Um, Unless it was like a self-defense thing, in which case, yeah. who knows? Because there's no consistency in the NFL. Yeah. They just dole out punishment so, as they see fit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, It was at Dre's. Of course so it was, because it was at like 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, it oh, was God. at Dre's. Let's see if it says what time this was at. Oh. Luca really wants to be on the show, guys. 17.50. Yeah. I have no idea what that. 17.50? Yeah. That's 5.50 so that would be- in the morning. Oh wait, at night? Yeah, seventeen fifty. That's like not early at all. That's like Mm-mm. that's like evening, right? Yeah, yeah, it would be like five five fifty yeah. p.m. A before six p.m. Yeah, that's five fifty p.m. Are you sh- really? That's what it's saying. I don't know. Basically, I don't know. There was. A tweet that's I wish coming you guys out can now. See Luca right now. This is obscene. You He's... need to calm down. <laughs> Luca's the fourth member right now. Okay. Oh Jordan, are you He's wearing a, a crying Bengals lady shirt? Oh my god! I'm glad you asked because yes, I am. <laughs> um, yes, this is my crying Bengals lady T-shirt. And in lighter news, yeah, I like. I w- I still really. I just need to say this. I want the Rams to win the Super Bowl. I am cheering for them. I want We're Aaron Donald to win. I want this. Matt Stafford to win. Whatever. But I don't think that there's a single person on the planet who is aware of crying Bengals lady that would say she is not the most gracious yeah. and best sport around. Yeah. Like, she has been so great about everything since yeah. she became a meme. <laughs> and the fact that she is able to go to the Super Bowl and watch yes. her team in the Super Bowl, like that yeah. If that were if that were the case for a Steelers fan out there who suffered their entire life with a terrible team, like we would love that. And 
I I just think that she's great. And this was a this was a shirt from Steel City like years and years ago, like going on four years ago yeah. when Pittsburgh Dad did a collaboration with her. But I'm it. I'm happy for her. I I hope she has the time of her life. I don't even know what the fuck her name is. <laughs> Crying Bengals Crying fan. Bengals lady. Whatever whatever your name is, you go, girl. That's like week. Yes. Go. Enjoy. We're really going to yeah. have people pissed off tomorrow. It's going to be so Don't great. Don't care. Whatever. Eddie, like, the past three episodes, we've talked about different kinds of ways yep. that we don't hate on the Bengals. Even We hate the yep. Bengals as a whole, but like there's yeah. some aspects that we're fine with. Get off of us. The Jeez. Steelers aren't in the Super Bowl. Your life will go on. It's fine. Whoever wins, it doesn't matter. In your in the grand scheme of your life, you're going to be okay. I promise. I don't want to see the Bengals win a Super Bowl, but if they win, I will sleep exactly as shitty as I always do <laughs> because it's just the way that life goes. It's fine. We're going to need will crying Steelers fine. fans t-shirts now after yep. this episode. That's that is going to be a thing. And at least we can bond over it because now we are at the bottom of the AFC North and we can all come together. It's fine. Whatever. I, I'm all for crying Bengals lady. I think like go drink some drinks in LA. Like you just Do your thing, forget, forget about everything else. Yeah. Enjoy it live it up because she has I I don't know there there are Bengals fans that threw trash on Ben Roethlisberger I don't know those people they probably suck (laughs) but I would be willing to bet that the majority of people in Cincinnati are just like people in Pittsburgh they're fine they're fine don't let this affect you so much people don't judge Steeler fans based on the worst of us because I uh-huh. promise you they're there pretty are terrible. shitty Steelers fans mm-hmm. too. I've encountered mm-hmm. them myself. Mm-hmm. So. All y'all hoes yep. that keep reporting me every time I try to come back. All on y'all hoes. <laughs> All y'all. Lilo's burner. You guys got Lilo's God. burner suspended. Who gets Lilo suspended? Terrible. Angel. Garbage people. It's terrible. But yeah, we do have the Super Bowl to look forward to. I Just to just a really quick aside. I'm going to be smoking burgers and making oh. other things as well. So it's going to be I'm coming over. Please do uh, your open invitation. Um, use some, some flight benefits and come on over. Cause it's going to be great. <laughs> oh, Sounds so good. It's, it's going to be great. And hopefully, you know what? I think all three of us can agree. All we want is a good game. Yeah. Good game. We just want right. it to be entertaining. Right. Yes. Like, my just God! Be a good game. I just mm-hmm. hope both teams have fun. You just have fun. Go out there. And, and I do genuinely your best. mean that. I hope both right. teams uh-huh. have fun. Yep. I mean, I hope yeah. the Rams also win yeah. at the same time, but I hope both teams have fun. <laughs> right. Go get yep. them, guys. Yep. Do it. Go out there. But <laughs> let's wrap this thing up because you know we've been we've been sharing a lot of feelings and emotions. <laughs> when do we not? We We're we always do. But that's emotion. why you're here. That's why you're here. Because you love it. You love our feelings and emotions. But it's been, uh, you know, we keep it real. That's the only way we know how to keep it. Thank you, Steelers Nation, for joining us, as always. We love you. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Yenzers and Instagram at Yenzers Official. 
And don't forget to subscribe, whether it's on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back every single Tuesday with another episode of Answers. See you next week.